Our boy Sammy working on uh, getting Keith Kachuk on the line. Did you find him? All right. All right. 1,200 games in the National Hockey League. Let's welcome in Keith Kachuk. You know, Walt, I was saying uh, prior uh, to getting you on that uh, if you if you sat back and did your career earnings and try to work out your kids' uh, career earnings, uh, you'd never leave the house. It would take you a really long time to do that. <laughs> it's funny you say that. I feel like I'm still spending money on them. <laughs> Have you explained to them uh, they should be uh, looking after you now? Well, they're still on the Kachuk family gift card. My wife will not let them pay for a dime when they're at home. I have to pay for everything. That's what parents do, I guess. So I guess I'll have to suck it up and keep doing that. Nice. Now, ex- explain to us how this works here because you got two boys, obviously, two stars in the National Hockey League. How do you balance it out? Do you and your wife do an itinerary at the beginning of the year? Uh, do you factor if one's uh, making the playoffs or one's not? Uh, you know, how does it work? This has been the most crazy year of my life, our lives, I should say. Um, Before the season, our daughter obviously went off to college at UVA, University of Virginia. Um, So we, and with my schedule scouting, which is mostly weekends, I mean, we have been on the go like crazy from August 20th all the way through because, you know, obviously with Canada, we didn't get a chance to see the boys very much so we saw them a lot in the road so we kind of divided and conquered to see one you know brady a couple times matthew a couple times on the road my daughter so it's been nuts and it's just been this last month has been the most hectic i've ever seen in my entire life i've barely been in my house here in st louis so yeah. uh, i'm looking forward to the playoffs though with matthew so hopefully that's a long run keith are the boys what what age if at all does advice stop from you uh, never stops. Uh, it never stops, really. I talk to my boys pretty much every day. Like, if I wanted to send a text to Matthew right now, he'd respond on game day. Yeah. Brady wants nothing to do with responding to any text. So <laughs> we usually talk after games or the next day. And if they, I don't bother them. If they you know, if they had a tough night, I get it. We've all been there, you know. Uh, but they always want to talk. We love talking hockey. So I pretty much talk to them every day, except for game days, kind of let them do their thing. Well, for for Brady, uh, he hasn't made the playoffs yet. Maybe he should be listening to you a little bit more often. Yeah, yeah I don't care. <laughs> well, that, that, I will say this: they're a tough division, and I'm very encouraged by their team moving forward. They're yeah. so young, and they've had so much against them this year. But you know, if I'm the Ottawa Senator fans, I'm happy because I, you know, not happy that they are where they are. But the future is really good there, and they're going to be a team to reckon with in a few years. It just needs some time. But, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough four years and not making the playoffs. They've been in a rebuild. And, uh, but hopefully he gets some, <laughs> he had some experience watching the, the 2019 St. Louis Blues going through that, uh, through that playoff with the winning of Stanley Cup. So hopefully yeah. that helps a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. There's not too many hockey people that uh, would not agree with uh, the future of uh, – uh, not only Brady, but uh, many of them in Ottawa. Now, you play 20 years, uh, missed the playoffs a few times, uh, you know, just in terms of how you handled that early in your career and uh, obviously went on to, to 20 great years in the National Hockey League. But, you know, uh, in all seriousness, uh, you know, what, what do you say to Brady? 
Well, it's tough. You get frustrated. I mean, um, it's difficult, you know, when you, you know, when you see teams still playing, you get aggravated, you don't really want to watch. But at the end of the day, you know, Brady's only 22, and, you know, hopefully he'll play a long time. And, you know, he's, he's committed to the Ottawa Senators for, you know, seven years. So uh, he loves it there. He wouldn't have signed if he didn't believe in where the direction was going. So, you know, you just got to live and learn. You got to keep trying to get better every day and, and do it, you know, try to get better every single day during the summer. And I think you'll do that. Keith, the St. Louis Blues are some sort of offensive juggernaut. What, what's changed that this team is suddenly, you know, it's still Craig Berube, but man, they sure score a ton of goals now. Well, when you have a coach like that, all you have to do is look behind and you'll play hard for him. He's such yeah. a great guy. He obviously had a great career and he's a tough guy, but. You know, I think the number one thing is, you know, look at Robert Thomas. He's 23 years old, um, has really taken a step this year. And obviously, you know, Tarasenko, um, what he's done this year, and Bushnevitz. And, you know, you still have guys like Braden Shen who are heck of a players. You know, David Perron, you have some experience. And Ryan O'Reilly, you know. So things have been good. Things have been going in. And you get two guys, two goalies that are pushing each other. Um, I like what I see, and, you know, it's going to be a heck of a series against the Wild. Billy Guerin has done a great job as well as Doug Armstrong. So both teams, uh, you know, are built for the playoffs, are built for a long run. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Ah, that phrase, built for the playoffs. You know, we've seen the skill level, uh, Keith, change so much in favor of these young players, uh, including your boys, just taking it to another level. I think of Matthew scoring, like, 30-foot goals between his legs, and you're like, we never saw that really, you know, and, and yes, we were, we, we loved watching Mario and Wayne, but now there just seems to be so many of them, yet this time of year, we kind of resort a little bit to more old-school hockey to be successful in the playoffs. For your boys, that type of play comes very naturally was that always the case growing up? Were you there to kind of poke the little cub a little bit uh, along the way? Or is this the time of year, Keith, where we look at our players and go, hey, you, you either got it or you don't? Well, you know what? And, you know, built for playoffs, and you can say that about Calgary right now. And I tell my boys, you know, if you're not going to, you know, generate much of the scores, you better do something to help out your team win. And, whether it's being physical and, and, you know, taking some of the, the heat off some of your more more skilled, you know, guys who don't like the physical play, take some more off them. But, you know, I think, you know, if you can go out and battle in those tough areas because, you know, things get let go a little bit more and you've got to be willing to play in those tough areas and battle and battle and get those ugly goals, you know. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. Those goals that he did drove me nuts when he was younger, and now I'm kind of getting used to it because it's the new wave, and I think it's great for the game. But you're not going to score many of those in the playoffs, and you better be real, willing to pay the price and get those ugly goals. And that's why I know Matthew will be ready. And, and you know, and that Flames team is, you know, one of those teams like Minnesota Wild, and you know, built for the playoffs and the St. Louis Blues. So big, strong, heavy, and, and willing to do whatever it takes to win. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, they, they certainly are. They're, you know, probably uh, Canada's favorite here, a, a great regular season. I, I guess the question with them is, like, they were good last year, too. Their their roster was fairly um, similar, and I know their results were good, but the roster was the same. What's changed for them to go from a team that missed playoffs to a team that's one of the best league teams in the NHL? Uh, you know what? I wish I could tell you. It was just a strange year because you look at the 
you know, the Canadian division was probably the weakest division out of yeah. them all. Now, I'm not saying the players are weak, but they probably had the most high-end players. It's just the depth was weak, and I don't know what happened. Just, this, there was something not right, and I think that, having Daryl there for a full year, and, you know, I mean, you guys know a Daryl. He, he, he doesn't care who you are. Um, he keeps everybody on their toes, and it's showing. I mean, they're they're battling, and I love the way they played on the road this year, early in the year. Obviously, they had COVID, so things got a little messed up, but they're a team that, uh, you know, I don't know what happened last year. It's just I can't put my finger on it, but this year it's a totally different team. And I think getting a guy like Blake Coleman with his swagger and his pedigree winning, and, you know, you still got guys like DeFoley, what a great ad that was um, with his winning, you know, Lewis. Luch is still obviously one 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 with Boston Bruins. So, and obviously the goaltending has been great, but I don't know. I mean, Daryl probably just scares the you know the, G, the lead of, of these guys. Like they're afraid of him. I know I can see it. I've been up there. It's crazy. Like they got, he has them you know prepared. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I got to ask you, uh, Keith, just in terms of Matthew's situation in Calgary, is it much like Brady's in Ottawa? He's happy in a perfect world. He'd he'd like to stick around uh, for the majority of his career up there. I know there's a contract situation. And, oh, by the way, I, I love the way Matthew was negotiating in the summer for Brady. Did he actually get a percentage of his of his salary? <laughs> yeah, I told Matthew to stay out of it. But, uh, <laughs> Newport and Craig deal. We don't need his commentary. But, you know, Matthew's, Matthew's a pretty unique kid. He, he's uh, very driven. And, you know, he was obviously looking out after his brother there. And I don't know what he was thinking there. But whatever. It's over. Um, I thought it was know, great. In his situation. Yeah, well, I didn't think it was great there, but hey, but that's my kid. We treat our kids differently, I guess. We're, but uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, I think the main focus of Matthew is he loves it there. He loves what they're doing this year, and that's all he's concerned about. Um, like I said before to somebody, you know, he's grown there. He they developed him, and he loves Johnny. I mean, they're tight. You know, guys like Wendy and. You know, all these guys are pretty close-knit group, but, you know, Noah Hannafin, so they have something special going on. I don't think they need any distractions worrying about something that's really out of their control right now. I mean, it's the Brad for living and the, and the Calgary Flames went all in at the deadline, and they want to win a Stanley Cup, and that's what it's all about right now. Nothing but personal agenda should matter right now. And just uh, when when Daryl Sutter came on board, I, I and by the way, I love going up to Calgary to visit too. Yes, <laughs> the great spot. <laughs> yes, it is. That's never changed. That's for sure. But just uh, just Daryl Sutter was there. A, was there a, a thought that maybe? Oh my gosh, is Daryl still have it? Is he too old school? Will he come in and and uh, will the players turn on him? I mean, there was that small window of doubt for a few people. And it's unbelievable the job that he's done. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know what's going on. I mean, he they're, they're playing well, so obviously he's doing something well. And, you know, when you have a top line playing like they're playing, um, you're going to win a lot of hockey games. And obviously they're getting great goaltending. And, and some guys, you know, like Tanev, Anderson, Hannafin, these guys have really, really, really played well this year and on the blue line. And then you add some of the depth, you know, you, you obviously want to get more scoring. I think that's why you brought Toffoli in to help out in that depth. And, and I think they got a lot of, a lot of different ingredients that'll make them, you know, play, you know, give them a chance to, you know, have a long playoff run. So uh, that first line, that top line has been great. Daryl's been pushing the right button. So hopefully you don't know who you're playing yet. We'll have to wait and see. And then, you know, I'm looking forward to it. 
How how does it make you feel as a as a parent when you see the physical element? The you know your your kids getting in scraps or jawing at people. Um, you know, do you, uh, it'd be impossible for me. I have a if a five year old kid. Impossible to imagine him getting in a fight in a public sphere. Now, how does it how does it make you feel watching that? Well, you don't want your kids fighting, but like the other night, I was looking forward to that game, Ottawa versus uh, Montreal. After what was said and all the 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 hype going into it, and I thought. You know, I thought the boys from Ottawa stood up for their for their teammate Tim Stutzel, who, by the way, is going to be an exceptional player in this league. Watching him, he's a different player than he was last year, and even at the second half of the year. And you know, there was something said that I don't think they liked, and I thought they stood up and and pushed back and had a great win in front of like, you know, fifteen thousand <laughs> Canadian fans in Ottawa. Right. But you know, they haven't seen that crowd a lot besides you know when Montreal's in town or when Toronto's in town. So. Um, you know, I thought they, you know, I was pumped for that. I was waiting for a little bit more, but I thought they did well standing up for being a young group. Uh, so, you know, you don't like when your kids fight, but you know, Kimber, you know, you have to do it once in a while. I think it, you know, the, the, the game kind of still needs it. And I think it's good for the game. And I told my kids, you know, you'll, you'll get more respect and you'll get more room if you, you do it at the right time. And I, you know, I think they have. Yeah, that's never been lost uh, from from one generation to the next. Uh, one more for me, uh, Walt, and that's just uh, the continuous growth of USA Hockey. We all know what the the gold medal did for you guys out of Lake Placid, and then uh, you know my era to watch you, uh, Mike Richter, Bill Guerin. Uh, Brian Leach, uh, and now today uh, watching your boys and and one up here named Austin Matthews and what he's able to do as we uh, anticipate still a, a sixty goal season, and just the overall growth of minor hockey, man. You've you've watched this, you've lived through it. Uh, what, what kind of shape is it really in? Well, first of all, Austin Matthews has a great chance to win the MVP Hart Trophy this year. I, I just noticed a different player. When you score that many goals and you miss that many games, but it's not the goals. I'm watching him, how strong he is and how big he is. I don't think people give him credit for how big and strong he is. So I think you see a different Austin Matthews, and you know he probably is the you know the, the favorite to win the Hart, and he probably should be. Um, you know, and that's a kid who grew up in Arizona. Um, the coyote always moved there. He falls in love with the game, and that's where it is. In, in fact, I was just watching um, the U18 USA team play Germany um, um, at Germany, and um, it was an incredible game. And you look at some of the players, how skilled they are. And you're not just getting the Massachusetts, the Minnesotas, and the Michigans. Now you're getting it from all across the United States. I think it's great for the game. I think Gary Bettman's done a great job of putting teams in different areas. You know, you look at the California, there's kids coming out of there, you know, Texas, you know, Missouri. I mean, you know, Florida, you're getting kids. And you look at that team today, it was a, what a great showing. So I think USA has done a great job of promoting the game and we're getting the best players and it's been a lot of fun and hopefully it'll continue to get better. And that national team development program has been, you know, one of the reasons why my two boys are playing in the national hockey league right now. Well, it's been a lot of fun having you on the show, Walt. Uh, we really appreciate your time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the richest uh, hockey father in NHL history, Keith Kachuk. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> thanks, boy. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, man. Take All right, pal. Uh, I mean, hey, it's a, it's a good thing to get teased about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go wipe my butt with money. <laughs> oh, well, God. and... I, I tell you what, um, 
when I broke into the league, it was still predominantly a Canadian league. Yeah. Right? Ontario, Quebec, and the Western Hockey League. That That's where your your pros came out of. Mm-hmm. And you, we just started getting the sprinkle of the European, and there was always a sprinkle of college. Yeah. But then this, this core group came out. The Billy Garens, the Brian Leaches, the Mike Richters, the Keith Kachuk, great players, Jeremy Roenick, and here the uh, our perception still was college kids, college kids, uh, not as superior as us at a junior hockey, and these guys were skilled, but they were. Tough. Why were they all so tough? Like tough, Ronick, tough. Garen, tough. Like, Chuck, tough. Like over two thousand pounds. Uh, we, well, we don't fight in uh, college. Uh, yeah, I'll fight now. <laughs> and like Keith got Chuck, man. It was built like a coke machine. Yeah, his, Billy Garen built he's, like he's a listed. coke machine. These okay. guys are like, like, don't mess with them. They'll they'll come at you. They ain't going away. His last year, he's listed at six two two thirty one. Keith Kachuk, and. Man, just uh, real great pros. Yeah. They, one of the first real sad memories for me as a hockey fan was when they beat Canada in uh, at the World Cup. And he, like that. 96. Old, yeah. And I just, like, I mean, I obviously remember things before then, but like a real, real heartbreak when I was like at the, you know, I was eight years old and that happened. And I just, I that team that Canada had, just like how does how would anybody put a hockey team on ice that could come close beat that, to beat yeah. beating Canada? And it was vicious. I was gonna say an absolute grinder. Those guys were killing each other. It was. It, uh, it'll never no, it, get to that level ever again because people I think would go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I honestly believe that. Yeah. Oh, I know. There, there, there are would some, be arrests. There's some moments you look back at in NHL history and you're like, yeah, you might go to prison for that now. I mean, really. You can't. It's just assault on ice at some point. Yeah. He uh, he won a Rocket Richard Trophy, Kachuk. I didn't know that. 98 points. He's too shy. Missed six games that year. So uh, Matthew Kachuk, the highest scoring Kachuk in a single season. No, uh, Art Ross's points. Are you saying right. goals? Yeah, Rocket Richard. 52 goals okay, led the league in 96 You said his points, but he oh, had 50, did I? Okay. 52? 52 goals won the Rocket Richard in 97. Yeah. I mean, what a what a career that Shoot guy the had. puck. No, uh, and that was, he was uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, considered the best left winger in the game. To ever have a moment where you're considered the best at your position is pretty unbelievable. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think probably making nine and a half million back then. Back then. You know what's crazy is I was thinking, I was just looking at uh, Brady's contract. Brady makes 8.205, 8.2 until 2028. What's Matthew going to earn uh, off a hundred point season, 105 point season, physical edge, 20, whatever he is, six. It's not going to be any less than that. I mean, this is a $10 million player, boys. Yeah, because he has the, not to the same level as Tom Wilson, obviously, where Tom Wilson will fight any guy in the league, hit anybody in the league, but he has that unicorn tendency where he has that gritty side to his game. He has that real that real nastiness, 
but he's a like you said, he's almost a hundred point player. Like he is a real, real unicorn that somebody he's is going to twenty four. Yeah. Like he is going to make so much money. Twenty four six two two zero two. I don't think Calgary can afford points. him. Yeah. No. I, you're, or you're, Johnny Hockey. Jo- pick, yeah, pick that's, one. That's where the money. Yeah, and that's and an easy choice. Not a for choice. Me. Yeah. yeah. Kachuk all day, all day. I'm a right. huge, huge Kachuk booster. Um, Brady is one of my favorite players in the league. Like, if I'm starting a team, he's pretty. Like, if we did it, you guys would be like, really already? Like, how early I would take him in a draft of NHL players? He's yeah, just, I can't disagree. He's everywhere. His limbs are everywhere. He's in the way. He's in your face. He's in the crease. He's pissing somebody he off. In the net. He's in the box. Punching somebody. He's just. Oh, and you love that. That's the Raptors are built on guys like this. A little bit like, of a stick. Yeah. He's just no fear of anyone and can play it any and, way you want to play and it. And he's still fighting guys, but, like, there's going to be a point where nobody just, like, he'll stand in the front of the net and no one will go near him because they're just like, I don't want to deal with, like, when he gets bigger and stronger even, and he's not even that old. How, is, how old is he? He's 21? 22. Uh, I'm pulling it up as we no, speak. No, he's 40. 22. Uh, 20, just turned 22 or turning 23. Brady turns 23 in September. Yeah. So yeah. It's like he's Six, just going to get four, four, four two, years. 12. Four yeah. years. Yeah. That guy is going to be. He's, if, if the Sens ever get good and he's the captain, he is not going to be beloved in Toronto. Let's he, just say he's that. He's got 30 goals, 30 assists, 120 pims this year on the worst team. He is. <laughs> he's going to be sour if Ottawa doesn't make the playoffs next year, though, because well, that. Bad that, news. You don't want to be that guy. No, it just gets stuck. Bad news. Tampa's still there. Toronto's still there. Florida's still there. Boston's still there. Yeah. Buffalo's getting better. You know, like, I'm with everyone else at, like, Ottawa has some good young players. Okay. Well, the so other does team, every other team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, the other teams, I, good players, too. I'm Matthews look, is 24. Going to win the heart. Just to going back to asking uh, Keith about this generation of American players, God, we need a best on best. Could there be any more hated oh, players in Canada than the Kachuk brothers? playing against Canada on in USA, those two no. guys would be Loathed public, and respected. public enemy or country enemy number one. It's like funny, it, too, like both playing in Canada as yep. American guys, yep. like central figures on Matthews Canadian too. teams. Matthews, too. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Just don't know how vicious it what would you, get. What do you got, Besser in Vancouver, I, another American I, uh, leading the Canadian that's team? That's a good question, Kipper. Like, it, depend, it depends on... Benko. It depends on the, I guess, team selection for Team Canada... But in a do-or-die game between Team Canada and USA and having Brady Kachuk and Matt Kachuk going, doing dumb things, there's no way there's not going to be a pushback. Like, it's going to get greasy, right? It had to. It would have to. I don't know. Who in Canada would do it? I, I don't know. It's a tough... This is why it needs to happen so the yes. questions get, get yeah, answered. Correct. We don't need to go too far down that rabbit hole. Yeah. But I'd love to see it. All right, what do you want to do? Take some questions. No, uh, let's let's do the goalies. We got clip, we, we got clips yeah. on Razik, clips on Campbell. Yeah, let's talk let's, about let's the let Sheldon enemy. guide the way here. Yeah, Sheldon, take us away with. Let's, let's, start, on, let's start with the with the missing man. Mrazic. All right, where's Peter Mrazik? Yeah, back I'm to the lead. This is day four or five or something like that for him now. He's been at it for <laughs> a, a good bit. Something I know he started. He's in a jump seat. before we went out on the road. So uh, today is not new in that sense. So he's working his way back and. I don't have much of an update in terms of where he's at, uh, in terms of full health or anything like that, but he's progressing well. Is there a scenario uh, where Peter Mrazek Did he say day four, day five? He doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, of what? Like day four or five or something like that? <laughs> of what, though? What? Day no, five of what? on the ice, not like eating salads. This, this, is, this is Freddie Anderson playing out again. He's like, I don't know. 
He's, is he on the ice? Is they wanted Freddie to yeah. play. Yeah. You know, yeah. Listen, I'm not trying to be harsh to Mrazek, but a little bit. You know, it's been been a year here where you probably just got to wait for the summer and find it. Sammy, pull up his numbers for the season. Like, what oh, did he should up, we want to do that? I'll what do did, it, I'll what do did it. it end up being? I'll do it right now. I don't think Not we want to look at this. Not $4 million worth of tending goal. Did he get <laughs> 10 games in? Yeah. He did. He yeah. did. He 12? Played, he played 20 games. Oh, 20. Oh, it doesn't feel... Excellent God, it record. It feels like a dozen. Ex- excellent record. Well, uh, because it kept... Every time he played, it felt like he was getting so he back had, from injury. 20 he had, games. He had 18 games started. 20 games he played, and he was 12 and 6 with a 334 goals against average and 8. 8, 8, 8 save percentage. Oh, my God. That 8, 8, 8. Yeah. It's uh, not good. Nope. And there's no possible way. Well, it's not good. It's <laughs> Brad May not good. <laughs> but there's no way that you could, even if he gets healthy, that you're going to pick him as a backup over Shulgren. Oh, I don't know. No way. I don't no. know. Chance. Well, no, I don't, I think Scram a, beat it. Scram <laughs> beat it on that one. I think there's a chance they would, but I don't think they should. Like, who was the Scram beat it clip? That's good. Yeah, Scram beat it. I like that. That's um, Kipper, I think. That's me. Is that yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> Scram I, beat it. <laughs> I think. You don't owe them a thing. <laughs> I think there's a world where they're paying him four million bucks. He's healthy. He has experience. He's been in the playoffs, yes. and they say all, all logical until you talk about his groin. Well, what's Shalgren's save percentage on the year? I don't know, buddy. You know he he's gave got up a touchdown converted with a two point. <laughs> I know he's got stronger groins. And that may not disappear on me. Well, you just need him to, like, I don't know. And I think it's crazy to say this, but he has more. I, I talk about moral equity, but, like, Keith definitely loves Shalgren way more than Rat. Like, he would be. That's less attributable to Shalgren so than the, here, what do you think? What do you think Shalgren's numbers are? <laughs> he just gave up eight goals. <laughs> probably an 888. He too. started 11 games, seven and four with a 342 and an 886. Eight eight six. He's worse. So he's worse. He's worse. <laughs> Take out the eight goals against oh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Tell me what his goals. tell me what his numbers are. Yeah, he played in the game. <laughs> yeah, I would have way more trust in Shelgren than I would Mrazic. Completely agree. I agree. That's it. That's all. Three for three. That's all. I all right. don't know that guy can. Every save, I would cringe, thinking this is the one he's gonna limp off the ice. It's because he plays like a. Spider monkey chasing the laser pointer. <laughs> but I, but I think. Hold on, I got a visual right now. Can you repeat that? That would be a spider monkey chasing the laser pointer. I don't even know what a spider moose on roller is. moose on roller skates. All right, Campbell. Or yeah, yeah. So, so then we're three for three. We're turning the page on Mrazic. Jack Campbell's gonna play. Uh, why don't we have Sheldon tell us about what's up with Jack Campbell? We'll get through tonight and see and have a conversation with Jack based on how he's how he's feeling. Um, yeah, make a determination from there. We think there is enough gap between the two that it's a possibility. It's not something I'm I'm against. Um, all I'm focused on is making sure Jack is is feeling really good going into game one and and you know if he feels a little more action, you know, not having such a long layoff, it's something that he would like. Then we'll look at that. And, but if he feels set and good to go, then. You know, we'll give Eric the final game, but we'll we'll get through tonight and see how it goes. Which is smart. How do you feel about players dictating whether they play or not? I feel fine in this case. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with it. So let's play Jack Campbell scenarios. Um, I don't. I will not be able to watch a second of the least game tonight. Panicking okay. about him. Uh, 
comes in tonight and sees 17 shots, pitches a shutout. Okay. Not first star, but we'll give him second or third star. Yeah. Does he play against Boston? Or is that enough? It's a good point. It, it it does change the equation if he has a really great showing and is running hot, feeling good about himself. So that's 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 a first scenario. The second scenario, he sees forty shots <laughs> and he loses you know, Six, five four. three. Yeah. Does it does it make you want to come back and and say, Hey Jack, I don't know if you're gonna feel great off of that when you wanna try one more against Boston? There's something for me that is like take some of the pressure off that it doesn't matter how it goes. He's going in. So it's not. No, but that's not what Sheldon said. Sheldon said we want him feeling good. You cannot feel good if you give up yeah, three or four. Yeah, you want him feeling good, but can you control that? No, like, you, you can't. Can, you know, like you, you just. Can't. But what you can control. Right, not is putting it, him in if he's played what well. What you can control is a, a chance to do it again. But you know how it feels for me if if he plays makes 17 saves in a shutout and you don't put him in the next game. Uh, it feels stamp like, it and get yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. It feels right. like you're worried about him and you're faking it. Right. Yeah, he's good. We, it's like know, getting like, through the border. Don't even look in your rear view mirror. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. You don't want those lights turning on. 100%. So there is an element for me where it's like uh, you can't hide from it. You can't fake it. He needs to play. He needs to be good. He needs to be real. There's no fake in it. There's no. This is not getting through the border. He's gonna have to win 16 times in the playoffs. We you know, know how you felt, Sammy. You didn't yeah. want him to play anything. Nah, just sit at home. Just call up someone in a bubble and and bubble wrap. Yeah, call someone up to sit on the bench. You might get hit with a puck. You're right though. Like if you're Detroit, you're like screw the Leafs. Yeah. You know, let's crash the let's crease tonight, about boys. Please, like, let's you know, what would make them happier than the Leafs struggling? Oh, the, Boston listen, too. This is where. I don't play him against Boston. Boston is the one I how definitely many, How many kids from against. Ontario on Detroit tonight? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, probably a dozen. <laughs> this, is, this is a signature game for them tonight. Don't think it's just the last few games of the regular season for Detroit. They yeah. want to stick it to the Leafs tonight. Yeah, everyone's watching. They're gonna get, you're going to get a good effort from Detroit tonight. Was it the last time they played? Was that the 7-6 game? 10-7? 10-7. Did yeah. I underestimate that? Jeez. 10-7 yeah. or 10-8. Yeah, I think that was the last time they played. Man. So we have uh, Robbie Fabry from Min- Mississauga, Ontario. I don't know if he's – I don't know any status on any of these guys, so they may be out. Uh, Isn't he hurt? Yeah, maybe. So probably out. <laughs> so no one. Jake I'm Wallman. Not paid to know about Detroit. <laughs> Jake Wallman. Haven't watched a ton of Detroit games. Jake Wallman, boys. That's our big, uh, right. big one there. Look out for Jake Wallman. <laughs> heard, heard it here first. Yeah. All right. What else do we got? Uh, I got a great text from uh, an unprompted text from our boy uh, SJ in North York. Philadelphia was booed on their home floor last night, and it affected them. Do you guys have any concern about how it might go in Toronto in a big game? No, I don't know. Like waffles like, on the ice? I feel there's more shame from the fan base, the enduring fan base. At this point, it's on you. What's the old fool me once? You know, shame on you. Fool me yeah. twice. Shame on me. This is the, the fans that keep coming back are no longer eligible to be upset. You knew the deal. Yeah. I've always been a big believer of not losing, but how you lose. Yeah. I don't know. Like there are scenarios where... 
you could feel a little better if they if they lose to Tampa Bay in the first round, but you got to see how it plays out and and why you lost. You um, buying that? Yeah, no, I think it matters, but I don't like a game seven in Toronto with a full barn. Let's just you say don't that. like it. No, why Montreal all over again? It depends. So if the Leafs if the Leafs go down three two yeah. and they go to Tampa and win game six to send it to back bring to, it home. But if, but if the Leafs are up 3-2 and that ha- and it comes back or it's just... Correct me if I'm wrong. The Leafs have had me. chances to put away Montreal up 3-2 and Columbus, they were up 2-1 in the best of five, were they not? No, they tied it 2-1 to send it to game five in they did. Columbus. Oh, that was the crazy uh, the t- the, like two overtime goals in, goal? Yeah, two goals in like two minutes to mm-hmm. tie it in the last minute and then Matthew scores an overtime to send it to game five and then they get shut They pulled the goalie and they were down like... Three goals They're or down something. Three, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's um, right. What a goofy game that was. Yeah, those, the whole bubble. Eh. Yeah, Asterix Cup. Super the line. On the first one. Um, <laughs> so, I yeah, I don't know. I the Leafs have had games. I've had series where they've won to go back to home to game. Like they had the chance to put away Boston in Game Six after they won a big Game Five in Boston. They blew it on home ice. Like I don't. <sighs> the home ice thing and the fans and the way that they're kind of talk about this team is something that. I think there's a parallel between the Philly fans and the Leaf fans when it comes yeah. to when it comes to the, the the game. You know, even if you beat Tampa Bay and like they're gonna lose games to Tampa Bay. Oh like, yeah. You know, like they're not sweeping the lightning. So we're gonna sit in this room after Tampa Bay has beat Toronto in a playoff game. And it's gonna be it's really hard because of the history to fairly assess what's going on, right? Like the history clouds everything. Trying to separate myself from that when I do analysis this uh this year. Yeah. So we assume there'll be a split after two games. I'm not do assuming you? anything. I, I, yeah. What are we, are, Which we doing, would, are we ready for just like a random prediction from someone? No, not yet. No, I'm not ready. Haven't oh, done no, it. I, 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 I made mine on the drive in the car, so listen, I'm, I'm holding on to it though. I, I'm not. I'm not tossing these last two games out the window here as throwaways. I still. Think that every time you step on the ice, that there is a uh, chance to get hurt. A, oh, sorry. What no, you a, a, a natural uh, uh, gauge on your competitive instincts. And I, I want to watch how they handle Detroit in a game that we know that they should win. Typically, and, they'd sleep on this right? game. And, and even Boston. I don't care who dresses. I don't care if... Hosang gets called up, and it's a throwaway. I just, if you're there, might as well win, as they say. You know how much money you would have to bet to win $100 on a Leafs win tonight? 476 I was going to say 500 bucks. Yeah, you have to bet about $500 to win 100 They are such heavy favorites tonight. That is an awful bet. Oh, No one lives Do not do that. Atrocious. Anyone. Atrocious. Yeah, no, Detroit's plus 365 So What's Matthews to score two or more tonight? Do you have in front of you? Sorry, buddy. Research I, for you. I feel like tonight's got to be the night. I, you know, if they do, we see two left. Think he gets sixty. I know you're. You've just made your call there. Matthews uh, over one and a half goals is plus two forty tonight. Yeah, I like that. <sighs> yeah, I, I'll be uh, very surprised in two games if he can't muster up two goals. You think he will? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. And there will it's be. It's kind of tonight. And I'll bust, tell you another you thing too. That last one. You, you watch. They're, they're, they may end up with uh, 
six, seven, eight power plays in the next two games because yeah. you these these refs have no uh, no patience right now no for in any, shenanigans. any shenanigans. How about the, the? I wonder if there's a world where they take care of Detroit tonight and then they just say, "Well, that's it. We're not playing our guys." Yeah. Like you know, there's they lock Matthews up home ice. They play. lock up. Yeah, see Matthews. Well, in, and that would be interesting if he was sitting on fifty nine. If they would play him or not. I wonder if that's another case where it would come hey, down to his. Great discussion for our show. Hopefully yeah, it happens. We should have done that before 4 <laughs> We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> we're tomorrow. Yep. What about if it's you then? If you're Matthews and you're in 59, yeah. they say, we're locked into home ice. We're playing Tampa Bay. Would you like to play in game 82 I, for a chance to get 60? Got to play. I think uh, he's been off already besides nursing yeah. uh, the, the knee or whatever uh, was bothering rest. him. He's had his rest. I'm not interested in stopping, starting, and stopping again. I'm playing the last two games. What if Mitchell's on 99 and the Leafs are going into game 82? Mitch Marner with that Ferrari engine is the least of my worries. You don't think last playoff series, no. the, the gas that tank a little skates. dry? That guy is consistent every game. So you'd play him in 82? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what the right answer is, whether you do it or not, but... Hopefully they just get a whack of points tonight and then they can dress the American League lineup. I would love that. Very, call I, would lo- I would love that very much. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them to, to yeah. even sit anyone, really. Yeah, because they can't. Anyway, they can't All right. do that. Give me a score, Sammy. Tonight, 6-2. Wow. Yes. Your, uh... That was my pick. 6-2, Matthews, two goals for 60. Uh, Marner gets three points for 100, and then everybody sits on Friday and we're all a happy family. There yeah. it is. Love so it. bet accordingly. Sammy has spoken. I've been one right once all year, so be careful. <laughs> That's it? No one all would right. know if you didn't tell them. Our thanks to Keith Kachuk, Luke Fox, and Jesse Granger. Thanks for joining us. Give us a rating and review if you get a chance. We're back tomorrow.